The greatest of the seven penitential psalms is Psalm 51, the Miserere, or Psalm of Mercy, as it is called from the first word in Latin of its opening line, Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. The other penitential psalms focus on one or another aspect of the battle against sin, as we saw in the first talk on Psalm 32, where we experience a sharp blow against our tendency to live in illusion, not acknowledging our sins and our need for God's forgiveness. Psalm 51, however, offers us a profound and comprehensive vision of the whole journey from sin through the purification described in Psalm 32 to the experience of the creative grace of absolution and on to the generous service of others. We are best able to offer love to others and assist them on their journey through life. And we are best able to challenge those who do evil in this world if we ourselves have a clear conscience. Let us reflect and pray on Psalm 51, the Miserere, and see how it is a guide towards a clear conscience and a foretelling of Jesus' gift to us in the form of the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. Oh, wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. In both the original Hebrew and in English translations, three different words are used for the wrong we do. In the Grail Psalms, we hear of offense, guilt, and sin there are distinct evil characteristics to the sins which are the weeds in life's garden. But there are also more than sufficient divine ways of removing those weeds. Blot my offense out of the book. Delete it. Wash me from my guilt. We need a vigorous scrubbing to become purified. So true. And cleanse me from my sin with a ritual gesture, as when the priest at the Easter Mass sprinkles holy water upon the people as a sign of the cleansing that comes to all of us in baptism, and also in that extension of baptism, which is the sacrament of reconciliation. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. First, we must know our offenses. Psalm 32 is all about that. We also need to recognize that every offense is an offense against God, even if the more obvious victim is another human, because God created us to love and not to do harm. That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O oh, see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Many a naive secularist, not realizing the dark power of the world, the flesh, and the devil, which tempt us to sin, thinks that some government program or educational endeavor can solve the problems of the world. No, there is a great disorder in the human condition called original sin. It is not a personal sin, but an underlying disorder which makes us vulnerable. 
O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Though the human author lived long before the church began to reflect on the meaning of the doctrine of original sin, these words remind us of the humbling wisdom of that doctrine. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then, in the secret of my heart, teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. First, there must be truth, and then saving wisdom. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, that in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. Conscious of our sins, we ask three things of God. Teach me wisdom, purify me, and wash me. We should ask God for that every day, and especially as we prepare for the Sacrament of Reconciliation, in which by an act of divine power, first made manifest by Jesus in his public ministry, God cleanses us of our sins in the sacrament. Make me here rejoicing and gladness that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins, turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. Like Psalm 32, which begins and ends with joy, Psalm 51 speaks of the rejoicing and gladness that come when God turns his face away from our sins and blots out our guilt through his act of forgiveness. O pure heart, create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. When we are forgiven by God, and most obviously in the Sacrament of Reconciliation, it is an act of new creation. The word for create used here in Psalm 51 is the same Hebrew word used for the act of creation in Genesis. This is not some minor correction of a mistake. It is new life. A pure heart create for me, O God. And we pray that God will put a steadfast spirit within us, though we are sadly and humbly aware that we are rarely steadfast. And no sooner do we receive the absolution, which is a new creation, than we slip back into sin but we can come back again and again to receive the new life offered in God's act of forgiveness, which is why throughout life, we should go to confession regularly. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor, sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways and sinners may return to you. We experience the joy of God's help and ask for a spirit of fervor, not just for our own sake, but so that we can help others. Remember that you and I may be the only Bible our neighbor reads, especially if they can see within us and in the way we live, a sign that we are taking our Christian faith seriously and trying with God's help to live it with integrity. Lent is an especially appropriate time to ask ourselves if we are giving a good example to others.
O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Jesus is our rescuer, and in Psalm 51, we ask to be rescued, just as in Psalm 32, the psalmist rejoices that God rescues him as the flood waters rise higher and higher and brings him to a safe place. It is the tradition of the church that every time one of the portions of the Liturgy of the Hours is prayed, it begins with these words, O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. These are fitting words to begin any period of prayer. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me, you would refuse my sacrifice, a contrite spirit. A humble, contrite heart you will not spurn. In this final verse, the psalmist reminds us that the greatest gift we can offer is a humble and contrite heart. Later, in the time when the book of Psalms was being formed, another verse about sacrifice was added, but this is a good verse upon which to end the psalm. In the busyness of life, we can get so caught up in things that really do not matter. Lent is a time set aside from this busyness. We need to be purified from those sinful bonds that weigh us down and tie us up. We are made to be free, and in that freedom we find our true joy as children of God. The penitential psalms, and especially Psalm 32 and Psalm 51, help us to become purified, which is why it is particularly appropriate to pray them during Lent. They help us to prepare for a fruitful reception of the Sacrament of Reconciliation, that great sacrament of spiritual freedom. During this Lent, May God, through scriptural word and healing sacrament, so purify our hearts that we will truly be able to hear and respond with all our heart and soul to the challenge of Jesus. Repent, for the kingdom of God is near at hand.